Welcome to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Now, here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, it's so great to be with you. Jeff Hunt here, host of the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. We just ramped up the 13th Annual Western Conservative Summit. We're going to be talking about what happened at this year's Western Conservative Summit. We're going to be speaking with Michael Plato, who hosted one of the more popular workshops at the summit. And then we're going to finish with live interviews that took place during this year's Western Conservative Summit with Stacey Washington, who was one of the top-rated speakers we had at this year's summit. It really turned out to be just a fantastic event. If you didn't get a chance to be a part of it or watch it, you can always go to our YouTube channel. If you go to youtube.com backslash, I believe it's Centennial uh, Institute. There you can watch all the different uh, speeches. We're going to be putting those up. You can actually watch the entire segment if you want there. So if you go to uh, YouTube, type in Centennial Institute, you'll get a chance to watch our channel and get a chance to see all the different uh, videos that we have there, all the different speakers. I mean, it really was a fun event. A little cowboy wisdom as we start this weekend's show. This was a quote that was used constantly at this year's Western Conservative Summit. It comes from John Wayne. Courage is being scared to death and saddling up anyway. The theme this year, time to saddle up and ride, a very popular theme among uh, speakers, among attendees. They loved it. I think it was one of the more popular themes we've ever had. Time to saddle up and ride this notion that we have got to take action. We are a government of the people by the people and for the people. So there's nobody else out there. There's no one that's going to ride to our rescue. As Westerners, we don't simply rely upon Washington, D.C. to solve our issues. In fact, we left the East Coast to go out West to seek opportunity. And that was a theme that was just celebrated this week. It was really a fantastic gathering. Let me walk you through some of the numbers. 2,000 people in attendance out of the Gaylord Rockies this last weekend, over 300,000 people watching online from all 50 states and even outside of the United States. So this was not just simply a state-based conference. It wasn't a regional conference. It wasn't even a national conference. It's a, a conference where the message is going global. In fact, uh, the straw poll, which had Ron DeSantis beating Donald Trump just by a few percentage points, Again, for the second consecutive year at the Western Conservative Summit, went totally global and uh, really a, a, a remarkable uh, a news, <laughs> news uh, moment uh, with the straw poll. I'll go over the straw poll results here in just a second, but let me pull you up some of these other numbers from this year's Western Conservative Summit. We had 59 main stage speakers. This is something that a lot of folks, I'm not sure, always recognize the challenge that this is. So, uh, you know, a lot of conservative conferences are held on the East Coast and the conservative leaders just really have to drive down the road to go to these events. For us, we've got to talk these speakers on to getting on a plane and essentially giving up two full days. They've got a four-hour flight here 
and then you know they have their talk and some can get back but many have to spend the night and then they have a four-hour flight back and so the opportunity to bring all these amazing conservative leaders that are guiding the national conversation on Fox, on uh, major shows like that, of major elected officials to come from Washington, D.C. to spend time in the western part of the United States has a tremendous amount of benefit. One, we get to meet them. We get to actually interact with them. And our, many of our speakers were out on the floor. They weren't just behind the stage. They went out to the exhibit hall. They met with people. But uh, also, we get to impact them with the Western worldview. They get to see the Western United States. They may not have any other reason to come here, but now they're impacted by our issues, our lifestyle, uh, our attendees. That, that makes a difference in the national conversation, and, and that's one thing that I like. We had 35 introducers introducing many of those main stage speakers. Many of these are students who are giving CCU students the opportunity to be up on the main stage and learn to speak and address to 2,000 people, 32 workshops. And we're going to talk to Michael Plato a little bit later on his workshop. But that's that's very important. A lot of conservative conferences don't go deep on issues like we do. They have the main stage, and the main stage is very fun, very exciting. They have the exhibit hall where you can go partner with a lot of different organizations. But the workshops allow attendees to go really deep on issues, on cryptocurrency, for instance, on the border, on religious freedom, on Western issues. They get to go understand those issues for an entire hour, get to meet with experts from some of the nation's leading conservative organizations, and get to understand those issues a little bit better, which is, which is wonderful. Over 60 exhibitors. These are organizations, not only local, but national conservative organizations that created this great exhibit hall. So you have people interacting, connecting with these organizations. It's just a kind of a flurry of information and activity, but it creates those moments where people are connecting and, uh, and learning how to... Join an organization and go to that next level. So uh, wonderful exhibitors, and then over 135 media representatives covering the summit. Friday night's Western Conservative Summit was carried by C-SPAN. We had the Wall Street Journal there. We had Fox News there. We had a whole host of local conservative or local Colorado media there as well. The Denver Post not there. For the first time in 13 years, we denied credentials to the Denver Post. That's because last year they outright lied about their coverage. It was just was not fair coverage. And they, they claimed there was no protesters there for Andy No, who was a speaker we had at last year's Western Conservative Summit, which I showed them plenty of pictures. We had massive protests. In fact, we had to protect our students with SWAT teams from the Denver Police Department because of those protests. So to claim there was no protest was just bizarre. I don't understand why they would just want to ignore that. So we had these protesters there. And then the Denver Post this last year during the abortion debate gave links and encouraged their readers to go support abortion organizations and reject uh, crisis pregnancy centers. So they, they've moved into this position where they're not only falsifying information, they're actively asking their readers to donate to pro-abortion groups. I mean, I don't know what's happened. We've always known that Denver Post has been leftist, but they've gone, uh, they, they've now completely abandoned any idea that they're journalists. So we felt it was necessary not to include them because 
we, we couldn't trust at all what they were going to write. So a tremendous amount of media coverage, a lot of people in the room, uh, hundreds of thousands of people watching online. It really was an important moment for the state of Colorado and for those of us that are conservatives. I know my listeners down in Colorado Springs and here in Denver, you are grassroots, conservative, faithful, Jesus-loving, Constitution-supporting conservatives. And this was an important event. This is the event where we all get together once a year to be able to drive our agenda on the national stage, to highlight our issues, to highlight the Western conservative, which I think is the best person in the, in the country. And nothing else is like the Western conservative. So it really was fantastic. I wrote down my top 10 moments. Here we go. Top 10 moments like David Letterman used to do. Uh, number one, I thought this was a fantastic moment. We had a lot of conversation about it. I heard a lot of feedback. Dr. Donald Sweeting, the president of Colorado Christian University, defined very first speech Friday morning what it means to be a conservative. You know, a lot of us know what it feels like to be a conservative. We know about the issues, but ultimately, what does it mean to be a conservative? Well, you can go watch his speech on our Centennial Institute YouTube channel. So uh, great speech, very important, laid out the agenda for the principles that make up a conservative philosophy. Second, pro-life focus. This was huge. This was a huge year. We are on the cusp of Roe v. Wade going down. We hosted Seth Gruber, Kristen Hawkins for Students for Life. We had a pro-life panel with Stephanie Luck and Bob Gardner, who helped lead the massive fight against the Colorado radical abortion bill at the state capitol. We got to listen to, to them, kind of what happened behind the scenes, which was fascinating. And then we had all these great pro-life organizations in the exhibit hall, organizations like Save the Storks and Colorado Right to Life. So the issue of life, which is going to become an even bigger issue in the state of Colorado, was uh, there uh, strong. We had a massive exhibit hall, number three. We had the Secretary of Education, Betsy DeVos, uh, number four. Tulsi Gabbard, uh, one, of the, uh, one of the members that ran for president as a Democrat, spent three full days at the Western Conservative Summit this past weekend. It was awesome. We got a chance to interact with her. We have a moment. The conservatives are willing to have these moments. The leftists, they never will. I have never in my entire life been invited to be a part of a, an event that the leftists are, or, or, are organizing. Because conservatives, we're willing to cross those divides and find common ground to discuss our most pressing issues. She spent the whole weekend with us. This was really a summit, number six, that was women-led. I mean, it, you had our top major speakers, Kaylee McEnany, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Lauren Boebert, Tulsi Gabbard. All females. It really was a female-led Western conservative summit. Number seven candidates for gubernator for governor and Senate were at the Western Conservative Summit. Over 32 workshops. Number eight. Number nine, a wonderful youth conference. And then number 10, the opening prayer, which was led by Friday by Joe Kennedy, who was fired for praying at the 50-yard line and went all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. And then Saturday morning, John and Maria Castillo, who lost their son, the hero, the great hero of Colorado, Kendrick Castillo, uh, in a school shooting in Highlands Ranch. They opened prayer Saturday morning. So those are the top 10 moments for this year's Western Conservative Summit. Truly a remarkable event. When we come back, we're going to be talking with CCU professor Michael Plato. That's right. Plato teaches at, at Colorado Christian University. We're going to be talking about his workshop on common sense and why it was so popular at the Western Conservative Summit. Stick around. We'll be right back on the Frontier Freedom Hour. <laughs> 